This is the Starseed Awakening Podcast. I'm your host, Monet Florence Combs, the coach for starseeds who are ready to heal on a soul level and fall in love with life on Earth. Join me for an epic intergalactic journey of celestial heritage, deep healing, and consciousness expansion. Let's go. Hello, my star children. I hope you're doing okay out there. Uh, How are you all feeling about cancer season, right? Cancer the crab. We have entered cancer season here. And, uh, you know, with this new moon we just had, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling all of the emotions. A lot of it's coming up. And, you know, it's a good thing, right? Emotions are not bad, Emotions are just benevolent messengers of something that needs to be felt or processed or cleared. It can be hard to remember that when uh, we're in it, you know, but uh, yeah, that's where I've been. I cleared out some stagnant emotions that have been trapped in me for a while over the past few days with this cancer new moon and um, I'm feeling so much lighter feels so good so yeah that's where I'm at I've got three sick foster kittens (laughs) that have been sick for the past two and a half weeks straight and I'm really looking forward to them being healthy But I guess I'm glad that they are here with me instead of at the shelter where they would be more susceptible since they are still very, very, very tiny. And yeah, that's about all I got. Oh, I'm working on creating all the content for Business Alchemy, which launches August 1st. And I'm so excited because I have the coolest freaking group of people who have signed up so far. And... It's just like, it's a dream. Like, it's so awesome to be able to hold space for all these amazing, all women so far, but I'm totally open to men and uh, everything in between. But yeah, I'm excited and I'm excited about the content that is coming out because this is, uh, it's a whole different way to market and run your business in a way that feels so energetically good. Um, And, you know, it's really a big movement away from the kind of masculine way that we are taught uh, in this culture of, you know, push, push, push and, you know, consistency and work your ass off and all this Stuff that doesn't necessarily, I mean, it works for some people, you know, but um, if you are a highly energetic being, like that doesn't always create the results you want. So it's more about learning how to do things in a way that feels aligned and in flow and is taking care of your 
mind and your body and your spirit, not just pushing. Uh, and I have so many, so many, so many things to say about that. Uh, so you'll just have to find out and join. So, and I just booked my first special guest for Business Alchemy. She is a beautiful human and an amazing human design queen. And I cannot wait to get her in there to host a workshop. So that is exclusive um, if you're in Business Alchemy. Oh, and if you are planning on working with me one-on-one, you know, whether it's um, business related or not, you will have access to Business Alchemy totally for free. So, um, so you don't have to choose between the two. You'll get both. So it's, uh, yeah, it's just exciting. And I'm going to have her, um, my special guest, I'm going to have her on the podcast. We're going to record a podcast uh, probably next week. And we're going to talk about a lot of interesting stuff for you guys. So I wanted to talk about something kind of silly this week. Well, some of it's silly, but it's very real, (laughs) which is uh, our psychic gifts as starseeds. This can be a big clue that you're a starseed. If you were born with weird psychic abilities um, or they developed over time, Uh, this can be a big clue for you that um, you are a very powerful being in a flesh suit here on this planet. Um, And that you, you know, you chose to come here with these gifts and to help um, share them with the world too. You know, in big ways or little ways. And so uh, I wanted to tell these stories because this is a common thing that happens every time, you know, I have a call with somebody or chat about Starseed stuff is everybody usually says they have some sort of, uh, have always had these kind of weird psychic abilities and they're not used to talking about it, right? Not used to telling people. Um, I know that I have definitely gone through that as well where um I think I shared on the last podcast or the podcast before maybe a little bit about my psychic abilities but um I I remember one time well probably more than one time but uh times where I have told people about the weird experiences I've had and just had (laughs) like that look you know that look. They're like, uh, okay, I'm going to look away now and focus on what I was doing type of a look and disengage from this conversation. Um, so it can just be really nice to open this stuff up and talk about it so that it feels more normal, right? Because I think sometimes we grow up feeling very abnormal from the average person between our high sensitivity and, uh, you know, any maybe non-neurotypicalness, um, any of these kind of thingies that we tend to inherit. So it can be nice to just 
start talking to people who are similar to you and start bringing some of the stuff out into the light and have a community to do that. So important. So, uh, just a couple things before I tell my ghost stories. The, you know, I, what I, for me and what I've heard from many of you is that within families, it's usually pretty common for psychic abilities to almost, well, it seems like it's being inherited. But my hypothesis is that a lot of us come here, right? I talked about the um, four waves of volunteers. A lot of us come here with our soul family, right? And we've been through maybe different star systems together as a group. And so... It's no coincidence that when we incarnate here, we, you know, it's like, for example, my mom has mediumship of abilities and she, but she chose to kind of turn that off on purpose because it was a little bit intense and frightening sometimes. Um, and so for me, uh, you know, it seemed kind of like I inherited that, but, um, I also know we're from the same soul family, so in the same lineage, so I'm pretty sure we just kind of are both similar. So, um, so I think that that is highly likely that that happens a lot. And a lot of times with the older generations too, it's been kind of repressed. Um, and then once it gets to us, it's like we've reached a part, a place in our culture where it's a little bit more accepted to talk about these things and to nurture them, you know, with the new age spirituality movement being more accepted. So, um, and these things also, if you're like, I want psychic abilities, I don't know if I have any, they can certainly be nurtured and strengthened. hundred um, percent. I believe that we all have the capability, you know, for these abilities, but, um, you know, it's just been kind of stamped out at a young age or not nurtured. So there's always hope for sure. Uh, if you're not familiar, there are five clairs. I think this is a kind of a helpful framework. Uh, there's clairvoyant. That means that uh, information comes to you visually. You might see images. Um, especially like in meditation, for example, uh, there's clear audience. So you might hear, um, voices, <laughs> you know, things come through in song form or voice form. Um, there's clear sentient, which is the feeling. It's like a feeling in your body, um, that is alerting you to some psychic information. Claircognizant. And claircognizant is, I think it's a lot like intuition. It's like inner knowing. It's like you just know. You know that something is true. Or like you might even just get like hits to share something with somebody. You know, or 
you know, it's like some, you just get this kind of info and it's like, oh yeah, yeah, it's the truth without maybe there necessarily being uh, rationality around it. And then there's two more. Um, I don't even know how you say these. I don't usually hear about these as much or work with them necessarily, but clairalliance, which is um, smelling things, right? You might, for example, smell a scent that reminds you of your grandma who passed, for example, and that's her connecting with you. Um, or clairgustance, <laughs> I think that's how you say it, um, which is taste. You know, it might be something similar like uh, you maybe you have a taste that reminds you of <laughs> I keep thinking of the grandma thing the you know your cookies that your grandma uh, used to bake with you so uh most of us have you know at least one of these and maybe a bunch of them i know that for me i have typically uh claire cognizance is super strong um clairvoyance is pretty strong when I'm in meditation um, that's usually or dream or like a theta state that comes through Um, clairaudience is not is not a big strength of me but it's happened before and it usually comes through sound or music Um, like I've been given signs um, through like I'll ask for a sign for my spirit guides or something or my cosmic team about something. And then a, a song will pop into my head that I maybe I haven't even thought of in years. And it just like comes into my head. The, I'll, okay, I'll tell you a little story. Um, this happened, oh gosh, I guess it was maybe a couple years ago now um, when I was kind of thinking of sharing about more of my like kind of my (laughs) woo-woo in my business because I was um, a little more straight-laced for a while. I was I was really kind of frightened to start talking about this stuff. Now I'm not obviously (laughs) I worked through that one but um, I was in meditation with my guides and I was asking like you know what what do I need to do right now is this something that I, I should be doing and it was so random the song that popped like popped into my head out of nowhere it was a song from frozen 2 and it was the song show yourself and um it's actually like well i've seen this movie a bajillion times because i have little kids i haven't seen it lately but um it's one of my favorites it's pretty good if you ask me i think i think it's actually might be about uh i think elsa's kind of a metaphor for a star seed but that's a whole other tangent I could go on watch it though if uh if you haven't seen it but um yeah I was the that song came through and it's all about like um it's like show yourself step into your power um grow yourself into something new you're the one you've been waiting for all of your life it's all about like it's all about like stepping into your uniqueness and your own personal spiritual power. It's pretty cool. Um, but that song was like, hadn't thought of it in months maybe. And that came into my head. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I guess I'm supposed to show myself 
and be honest with my audience and talk about this stuff. And it did. That was what I was supposed to do. That's what led me to what I'm doing now. So, uh, yeah. That was an example of clear audience. But I haven't had many experiences like that. And then clear sentience. That's something that uh, actually I didn't develop at all until I started doing quantum hypnosis. And it was like when I started doing quantum hypnosis, that like opened up this new channel for me and this new ability where um, when I'm talking to somebody who's a starseed or who, you know, talking about something, and not necessarily a starseed, but if we're talking about like intuitive information, um, you know, that pertains to an upcoming hypnosis session, you know, things to ask questions around or even during the session. This happens a lot where I get like full body tingles um, as an intuitive hit whenever I'm supposed to like follow a, a lead, you know, and pursue something. So that's been fun and really, really neat uh, because that, it, I think it's like, my guide working through me um, during these sessions to help me help kind of direct me on what to ask or like what what lead to follow and then usually we find something really interesting so um, that's been really cool I like to think of psychic abilities as like I think most of us I, I like to think of it as like we have this little antenna coming out of our head and it's just picking up the signals around us you know, that, that are invisible, the energy fields. Uh, it's like, it's almost like there's this radio on all the time and, you know, we can listen to it if we want. We just have to know how to like, you know, put the antenna up (laughs) and turn up the volume. And I think that we all can do that, but some of us just kind of naturally, I feel like we're just kind of born with that antenna already up, you know? Um, and so we may, we may put it back down again if we don't like what we find or somebody tells us it's dumb, you know? So yeah, that's how I feel about it. And then there's just the telepathy aspect. Um, a lot of us who are star beings here, like we have, I've talked about this before, but we've come from other planets where telepathy is the norm. Like that's how people communicate. And so we naturally are telepathic with animals or with people. And I think that plays into the claircognizance too. Um, Ooh, I should do, sometime I should do, I have a cool meditation I could do for telepathy. I'll have to do that uh, sometime. But yeah, it's, it's pretty simple. I think once also once your if your heart chakra is nice and open, it's hard not to be telepathic. Like you might not get things in like sentences or words, but like if you stare at your cat or your dog or something and you open up your heart, um, you know, you know how they're feeling. At least that's how it is for me. <laughs> um, and that's one of the reasons, you know, animals tend to like just kind of gravitate towards me and stare into my eyes and it's like that heart opening between the two of us because they don't have that same filter so that's another way it can show up okay so I'm going to tell some 
<laughs> my top three ghost stories. Uh, so I realized that I was, I might have shared like a little bit of some of these or maybe one of these before on the podcast, but I'm just going to go ahead and tell them. Um, I realized that I could, I have this weird, this weird ability. I call it, uh, dream walking. I don't think that's a thing, but that's just what I call it. Cause I don't know what else to call it, but I, I have this thing where my, it's like, especially when, when I sleep, this happens a lot, um, but I, my spirit, you know, goes off <laughs> and wanders while I sleep. And, uh, but, you know, I'm always tethered to my body. This is something that we all do when we sleep. We, um, you know, we're tethered by our silver cord to our body and our, our consciousness can, and spirit can astral travel, can do whatever. But mine, mine is pretty busy. It, it tends to go into other people's dreams. And sometimes they're people I know, sometimes they're not, but uh, it happens all the time. Uh, like, this isn't a ghost story, but this is just kind of an everyday thing. Like, I'll have, um, I had a friend, my best friend, actually, she was at, I had a dream that, it was like an early morning dream that I was with her and her husband at Disneyland. And we were like getting ready to leave the hotel and we're, you know, going to the park and it was awesome <laughs> and it was fun. And then that, that literally that morning she texts me and she's like, yeah, I'm at Disneyland and it's like, oh yeah, yeah, I know. Like I was there, I was there too. <laughs> I was with you. Um, I think I've told the story about my dad in Costa Rica before. It's like same thing where him and my stepmom were in Costa Rica and I didn't know they were in Costa Rica because we have a property there that we, that's a bioreserve right now, but we're going to turn it into a retreat center. But, um, yeah, they were in Costa Rica, and then I had this same as like an early morning dream where we're all cooking breakfast together at the in the little um, rental you know place near our property. And then he called me that day, <laughs> you know, the day when we woke up. I was like, "Hey, uh, we're in Costa Rica." I was like, "I know, <laughs> I was there with you." So that happens to me all the time. I just call it dream walking. But um, so the first time this happened to me was kind of spooky. I was fifteen, and I was with uh, my well, my friend, one of my very best friends. Her grandma had been sick with cancer for a long time, like months and, or maybe even like a year by that point. And it was terminal and we hadn't really talked about it that much in a couple months or so. You know, we hadn't talked about it in that much besides in passing in a few months. And so then... I have this dream where I am in her home 
and I am like by the entryway and I'm just kind of like holding space and watching guard and her while her grandma is passing and that was that was the dream and you know it was it was peaceful but I was just kind of there with her family um, while they were with her grandma and so then um, the next and I was I was close with her grandma too my grandma and her grandma were really close friends Um, and so then the next morning come to school and she said hey my my grandma passed last night and I was like whoa (laughs) like holy cow uh, because that, that was so new to me. Nothing like that had ever happened to me before. And that was just like a clear, clear sign that, uh, that I actually was there. Um, and I've had, oh, I have so many cool stories to tell. I'm not going to tell them all today. Um, but I've had a lot of really, really potent stories around death. Um, that's, death and birth are like my my thresholds that I I really I believe that I'm it's part of my calling is to hold space around the two probably why I became a doula and I've uh almost done a death doula training a couple times but oh I have so many more stories to tell but I'm gonna keep I'm gonna try to constrain myself okay so the next story is the ghost dog this was this one's just kind of funny but so there I grew up in San Diego and there's this area of San Diego that's super super haunted it's called Old Town and there are uh, there's a really old cemetery there and it's where all the kind of settlers um, lived and it, there's all these museums and stuff it's, it's a cool place and I loved this cemetery. It's um, it's small, but it's 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 kind of special. Um, and so I was at I was in college, and I was at a restaurant with a friend, and we were just hanging out, having margaritas because they have a lot of uh, Mexican food in Old Town which I have to say, I miss San Diego Mexican food so bad. Texas Mexican food is nothing compared to San Diego Mexican food. But I digress. So I was having a margarita, having some Mexican food. And next to the cemetery is this restaurant. And next to the restaurant is this house called the Whaley House. And it's it's known to be super haunted. I've been in there a few times. And uh, the Whaley's were... A family that lived there and there's all of these legends around these different ghosts and stuff from this family and so I was sitting there and my friend and I all of a sudden we kind of like turned our heads <laughs> because we saw we saw like a shadow or like something felt something run by us um, and it was just like what like really low to the ground I was like what the heck is that <laughs> and um at, at the time we we're just like oh ha 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 that's just a you know maybe that was a ghost dog or something 
Um, Because that's what it felt like. Like to me, I felt the presence of um, a little black terrier dog. Uh, And so then like months and and was just something we kind of joked about. And then months later, that friend, she, her parents, she had told her parents about this and her parents were reading the newspaper and there was like something about the whaleys. And she, she was like, uh, she was like, Monet, okay, what kind of dog did you see? What was that? I was like, well, it's like a, if to me, it felt like a black, like terrier type of a dog. And she's like, the whaleys had a black terrier. <laughs> and I was like, what? So that one's not too spooky. I think it, or extraordinary. I just think it's kind of funny and cute. Okay, so now here's a spooky story. And we'll see if we have time for another story. But here, here's here's like one of my... This is probably the spookiest one. Um, so this one's a whopper. All right. So I was in my mid-20s. And I was working at this tech startup um, in downtown San Diego. And... I was house sitting for my mother-in-law. She had just bought a new house and it was it had belonged to a woman who um she was an old woman and she passed away. And so um I my husband and I were staying there, I think maybe we were engaged at the time. I don't know. We weren't married yet, but we were staying there and we were, we brought, uh, my cat at the time because I just kind of take him places. He's pretty easygoing and he acclimates to new environments really fast. So I brought Kingsley with me and we were staying, supposed to stay there for like three nights. And so, it was the first night we noticed something was kind of off. Like I just felt really, um, we both felt really kind of like agitated and down in our moods and like, it just didn't feel right. felt kind of weird. Uh, and so then the next day I think I like called in sick or something (laughs) that job was kind of soul sucking but that's a story for another time but I think I was staying home that day I don't remember if I called in sick or if I just was off that day but um I always felt guilty no matter any reason if I was uh not at work uh but yeah so I was so it was just me I think my husband was at work and I was just hanging out at the house alone all day and it just was like I felt like somebody was watching me. I did not like that. That's always my sign that there's a spirit around. Um, I, and I was just like, eh, I don't know about this. Um, wasn't feeling pretty good because it just felt like I was being watched everywhere I went. And so then um, what I noticed was my cat started acting weird. And you know if the cat acts weird, there's definitely a ghost. <laughs> um And so, yeah, he was acting really strange. 
there's a hallway and he kept walking like every time he'd walk by the hallway he'd like stop and freeze and like stare down to the end of the hallway and every time he would walk he was totally normal everywhere else in the house and he would walk like every time he'd walk towards the end of the hallway because there are a couple other rooms over there um he would like get totally freaked out and then especially there was one room that had um like a bunch of old wooden furniture in it and so he was totally freaked out by the furniture and was just you know how cats are where if they like kind of tiptoe around things and like stare at them weird uh, and that's what he was doing with the furniture and I was like I don't know if I like this this is really weird and so then what happened was um I we went to sleep and this in the master bedroom which is kind of at the end of the hallway and I got through the night okay but then in the early morning I started having this like dream where was this I saw this woman and she was kind of older but it seemed like a younger you know she wasn't like elderly she was kind of like maybe 40 or 50 maybe and she was talking um this always happens to me whenever spirits come to me in dreams I can't hear them but I like see them talking and I can tell what their mood is and so um she was she was just like unhappy about something and there were like two versions of her there was her and then this younger version of her and so and she um was you know she had brown hair she had kind of medium skin maybe hispanic or the the vibe i got was like portuguese i don't know why that came through to me but um and so i was so what happened was this is the first time this had happened to me and this has happened to me a lot since and i don't like it when this happens but it was really intense where it felt like there's this electrical current moving through my body and it was like, um, it felt like it was like pulling me in or like pulling me under. And I just could feel my whole, it would like pulse through my body and I'd feel my whole body like seize. Um, and it just kept happening over and over again. It felt like I was being like, <laughs> I don't know if she was channeling herself through me. I mean, I've channeled a lot since then and it hasn't felt like that. Or if it was just like her energy felt like that, uh, it was just really weird but um yeah I just kept feeling like it felt like I kept being zapped or like pulled in or under and it was it was really frightening and so that kept that happened I don't know how long that happened for but uh, like what happened eventually was I just I woke up screaming like full-on screaming and my husband was like what is happening he's always believed me when I've had these things happen to me so uh, I was just like, we, we, the, there is a spirit in this room. This is not good. Like she's not happy. I don't, I'm not okay. And he was like, okay, we are getting out of here. <laughs> like, I think we were supposed to stay another night. Um, but it's just like, nope, sorry, no way. And so we left. And so here's the interesting thing that happened. Uh, little did I know 
that um, I guess my mother-in-law's, who owned the house, her cousins or something, they, they lived in LA and they are paranormal or no, parapsychologists. So they were ghost hunters for a living. I like did not know this. Um, so she called them up and was, cause she believed me, thank goodness. And she was like, Hey, I think we got something weird going on in this house. So they came over and they did their own kind of like investigation, which I know, I know like nothing about ghost hunting. It's not like a hobby of mine or anything. It's, I find it kind of interesting, but it's not something that I'm into, but they came, that's what they do. And so they came over and, uh, what they determined, they used different methods. I was, I was there when they were there and, um, they determined that, so the furniture, that weird furniture was, um, that belonged to the old woman who lived there before. And my mother-in-law had decided to keep it when she moved. Um, and so what it was, she wasn't like an evil spirit or like an angry spirit necessarily, but she was just disgruntled and she was upset, um, that they were like messing with her furniture essentially because my mother-in-law had moved it around and put it all into the wrong room or whatever and so she was very unhappy about that um and so and just kind of unhappy in general um she was still kind of tethered to the house so they ended up um being you know releasing her and telling her to go back home like you don't need to be here anymore and so that's that's what happened and I you know after that day never felt anything weird in that house okay I'm going to tell one more story so this one this one's pretty profound actually um at least profound for me I don't know if it's that significant in general but for me, it was a big catalyst and turning point in my life, uh, le- which all kind of led to my starseed awakening. So I kind of have to rewind the story and start with what happened first, which was my grandma. Uh, she was 92 and her and I were so 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 super duper close like she's the family member that I had the closest relationship with and I just adore I adore her so much and a year ago almost a year ago she had a stroke she had like a massive stroke um up until this point she was still super duper active uh, she, she'd even done until like maybe until the pandem- pandemic, she had done line dancing and tap dancing and had a lot of friends and she was just super cool woman who I adore. And she, so she had this massive stroke and, you know, it was kind of clear, like, okay, it's, it's, it's time for hospice. So I went and I went halfway across the country to go be with her in her final days while she passed. 
and it was a really, really beautiful experience. Um, one of the kind of most treasured moments of my life and being able to be there with her and help care for her kind of like went into death doula mode and it was really, really sweet. Um, she had always cared for me so well my whole life. So it felt really nice to be able to return the favor. And so, um, after she, when, when it was time to leave, I had to go back because I had, I left my, um, toddler with my mother-in-law in Texas and I couldn't leave him forever. So it was, you know, it was time to go back. I had, I, I went to say goodbye and it was totally heartbreaking and I, I, it was so hard to pull away, but I placed my hands, I put, I just kind of instinctively put one hand on her forehead and one head on her heart and I just because she she was asleep we had just finished talking and I just put all of the love that I had in my whole body that I could muster up and just sent it to her and just kind of communicated I guess telepathically with her spirit and her soul and then that night when uh, I went to sleep it was a very strange experience I was sleeping I guess I was in sleep I might have been in like a theta state I don't know uh, but I guess I, I probably was in delta for sleep and I felt that same electrical current that I had felt uh, with that other spirit. And so it just felt like I kept, <laughs> I kept getting like zapped. It was so strange. I kept getting like zapped and it was like bright white light. And, and the image that came to me, it was my grandma uh, her in her bed and just, you know, sleeping. And it was like just this bright white light and electricity just kept like running through my whole body and, and just like zapping me. And it was, I, I woke up, it startled me so much um, that it kind of jolted me out of the sleep state or whatever state I was in. And the interesting thing, you know, we left the next morning and on the way back, uh, you know, it was a very long, we drove, <laughs> it was a very long, um, slow kind of torturous drive through the desert and Texas and all that. And it was like, everything just came so clear to me. It was like, I'm not just supposed to be a coach. Like, I'm supposed to be a healer. This is what I meant to do. And I didn't know how or why uh, or like what, how, what that would look like. But I just knew like deep down in my bones, like 
I was I was meant to find some sort of modality and become a healer and incorporate that into my work. And uh, then it was literally, I came home and the quantum hypnosis modality fell into my lap in the weirdest way. <laughs> and then it was just like, and then, yeah, and then I just went like full force and became a certified quantum healer and just, yeah, then it just all kind of took on a life of its own. And so, yeah, it's just, I like to think of that experience. Um, you know, I didn't know what to make of it for a while, but to me, it feel it feels like it was some sort of activation. Like it was some sort of activation where, um, I don't know if it was my spirit guide, if it was my grandma's spirit. Um, you know, my when I say spirit guide, I usually mean cosmic guide. Um, because I know I have a Lyran guide. Uh, but you know, I don't I don't know who it was <laughs> that zapped me, but like somebody zapped me awake. And after that, everything unfolded so, so fast. And I had my you know, I had my galactic awakening. All this stuff came out of me. And it was, you know, I I feel... And that's when I just, like, looked up, right? Instead of um, just kind of, like, looking down and, you know, um, doing things in this kind of muggle way in my business and my life and using my conscious mind to make all my decisions... And all of that, it was like, that was the first time where I just like looked up and was like, I need to follow my guide. Like I have a guide who is leading me and I need to to take the marshmallows out of my ears and start listening. And from there, everything unfolded and the magic happened and my whole life completely changed at 100% 180. So uh, I, I didn't plan on telling that story, but it's very very important story to me and I'm glad I got to share it well I'm going to leave you at that and I'm going to see you next week as always all right I love you bye thanks for listening to the starseed awakening podcast the doors are open to my one-on-one program quantum coherence which combines virtual quantum hypnosis sessions and coaching to help you recover your memories from other lifetimes, expand your identity, and turn your power all the way on. Go to my website, thestarseedawakener.com to book a free quantum connection call.